This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. And the question for today, Michael, is one of those questions that we have both heard from many different people in different settings. And the question reads, is having a vasectomy or a woman having her tubes tied unbiblical for any reason other than a doctor's recommendation for health reasons? I like the way you say vasectomy. Vasectomy. It's a vasectomy. A vasectomy. (laughs) How many times can we say the word vasectomy over and over and over again? There are certain words that I pronounce in a certain way. Yeah, there are. I like how you said, uh, I was listening to one of our podcasts today and you're like, uh, people have many faces. Faces? And I'm like, faiths? You're like, faiths? Faiths. Faiths. (laughs) Kentucky does weird things to people. It does. All right. Let's get to the most fundamental, like, core piece of this question. Mm -hmm. And that goes like this. Should Christians uh, prevent or inhibit, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Procreation. Procreation. At all. Right. Because we have a mandate in Genesis. Multiply. That, yeah, multiply. Right. So leave, cleave, multiply. And uh, I know that most Christians love the cleave part. The leave part becomes more optional. Multiply part is if I feel like if it. If I feel like it. If I don't want my checkbook affected, yep. then I won't have children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I have to give a few different levels of answers to this. So there would be a biblical answer, some personal things, and then maybe general pastoral advice for people. Sure. So let's like break some stuff out. Mm-hmm. So number one, uh, is it wrong to inhibit or prevent procreation? For example, you could use condoms, pull-out method, birth control, diaphragms. The list goes yes. on and yes, on yes, and yes. on. And there are different degrees to this. You have more permanent versions, which would be a vasectomy. You're having your tubes tied, et cetera. Any level of these, if the answer is you should never prevent procreation, then all of them are wrong. Right. And the Roman Catholic Church has taken, a, a honestly, a pretty— very conservative view on this issue. They don't believe in birth control of any sorts. Correct. Protestants have been some of the more liberal ones on this one, if you will. And so here's what we can say. The Bible does not have a category for somebody not wanting kids. No. And at the same time, there seems to be a mandate that if you're married, there is an expectation of a couple things. Expectation number one is that you would have sex. God Mm -hmm. mandates married couples to have sex. Right. And Corinthians mandates married couples to have regular sex, not just inaugurating covenantal, inaugurating marital, like inaugurating sex, but like a regular sex life. Mm -hmm. And so part of what you see here is that the way God has wired marriage is that marriage cannot be disconnected from sex, which until the last really 60, 70, 80 years, you know, like especially last 40, 50 sex could not be separated from procreation, right? So this is the first time in history these questions could even be asked like this. Right. So this is a whole new ethical, moral, like framework that we're dealing with here. Here's what I think I can say in good conscience to anybody who calls himself a Christian and is married. There is an expectation that you will have kids and you will not prevent having kids. That would be, I would say, biblical. Leave cleave, multiply. Sure. Those are mandates. Now, we do know because of sin, some people are infertile. Um, That's in scripture and it's nowadays. That is not a sin to be infertile. Um, I do believe the biblical mandate after that is to figure out um, how to adopt or do different things like that if you're unable to have kids. I believe that would be a 
absolutely biblical, logical next step for most couples is, and most Christian couples do take that route, not all, but I would Mm say uh, we are not given permission to permanently prevent having children. So number one would be have sex. Number two would be have some kids. Mm -hmm. How many, let me get really nuanced. I'm not going to tell you how many to have. Technically, if if you have one, you, well, you technically haven't multiplied because to multiply <laughs> yourself requires more than two kids. Let's right. be really clear. Mm-hmm. And w- in scripture, when, when in the Old Testament, when multiply is used with children, it means that there should become more of the people because of childbearing. Sure. So the expectation is they would have more than two kids to mm-hmm. multiply the human race. You can't multiply your family if you have one kid uh, because that's impossible. Okay? Right. You can only multiply with 2.1 kids or more. So uh, it would seem to me logically, right, that there is not a maximum or minimum, but the whole point is have kids. Have children. So somebody may say, I'm done at two, I'm done at four, I'm done at five. We have a few families actually who are, you know, they had their fourth kid and a bunch of dudes in our church got vasectomies. I don't have any judgment for them. <laughs> they leaved, they cleaved, they multiplied. They multiplied. They, I know grammatically they you can't yeah. leave, but you know, uh, you get right. the point. Uh, they left, they cleaved, they multiplied. Uh, so I think big picture, I would look at most couples and say, you have a mandate by God to have children. Uh, I think inferentially, I would say, I'm not going to be upset with anybody, but like your your objective is to multiply Christians in this world. So you need to have more than two. Now, I'm not saying biblically you need to have two. I'm just saying my suggestion would be if we're going to obey that command, Mm -hmm. we have to, that would require two or more. Okay. I'm not saying you're sinning because you had one. I see people are going to read into this. Like this is sensitive for a lot of people. And I'm like, all I'm saying is multiply. That's all. So have one kid. I don't care. But if you're going to get a vasectomy, I just would not do that until you've had the chance to multiply. Mm -hmm. That would probably be my high value. Now, there are circumstances where I can say, okay, what if my wife and I are 40 years old? We want to have a kid. Um, the chances of Down syndrome and other, other deformities go exponentially through the roof the older you get. We just want to adopt. For me, I'm not really actually concerned whether or not your kids are through adoption or your kids are through, um, through natural childbirth. Natural childbirth. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me. The whole point is bring kids into your home and have kids in your home. Yeah, There is a biblical benefit of becoming a parent. We understand yeah. God in a totally different way when we become parents. Yep. What's funny is people are listening to this and they're like, I wonder if I agree with him. No Christians, no no humans <laughs> in history would have even wrestled with this subject. Not at all. The idea that you're supposed to have kids and multiple kids, the only reason this is even a question is because of birth control. That mm-hmm. is it. That, I mean, there's no other reason. So if any other time in human history, I got on a podcast or a radio or had a conversation and said, you should have more than two kids. They'd be like, uh-huh, we yeah, should. Because that would be the natural expectation and the natural results. Right. I am aware that as soon as I say multiply, have more than two kids or whatever, that people are like, how could you dare you? You're so judgmental. And I'm like, I, I literally have no judgment. I don't. I'm just saying you're supposed to have kids. You're supposed to multiply. Um I don't know if multiply just means have kids or have more than, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But the question then becomes, is vas- getting a vasectomy wrong? No, I, I have no judgment for those who get it. I just want to know, did you have kids? Are you building a family? Because that's the primary thing. And I think the nuance to this question is, is the next question. Why would you want to miss out on the benefit and the blessing of being a parent? Because you could reach the same conclusion, the, the same results of not having children by a wife staying on the pill by use of condoms, use of other birth control means for the longevity of your marriage or childbearing years, Mm -hmm. 
and you could get to the same results and someone could easily say, well, hey, I'm not doing anything wrong because I've never had a vasectomy as the husband. We've never had uh, my wife have her tubes tied as, as the wife, but we've used birth control throughout our childbearing years of marriage. So we're not as sinful as someone who would have those medical procedures. I, I think no, you're getting the same result. Same result. Whether you get a vasectomy or on birth control, it doesn't matter to me. The results are the same. Here's what we just need to understand as Christians. And you, I'm going to say this and it's going to bother some people, but the only reason it bothers you is because you've grown up in a birth control age. It is the expectation of God. You should never even have to say it, but he's had to say it multiple times in scripture. Multiple. Multiply. That is the have expectation. Children. Have kids. Do that. The fact that that's even an option that we're not going to do it right. means that it's a cultural blind spot. I'm not saying you're evil or terrible people. I'm right. just saying it's a cultural blind spot because uh, we live in a culture of birth control that gives us the illusion that we have control over this part of our lives. And mm-hmm. to a degree, we do have control over it. Right. And, and the thing that I was going for there just a minute ago is I want to know why would a married couple not want to have children? What is the next question? 100% of the time. Other other than an infertility that I've ever asked a couple, why aren't you having kids? It all comes back to, we want time together. We're trying to build a relationship. Now there is, there are a number of, of young couples and older couples who don't have kids and they've tried for years. Yeah. And, and, that's and totally you can different. never assume, I never, ever assume that a couple is being a selfish, whatever, you know, but a hundred percent of the times that a couple is postponing having kids or deciding not to have kids. Other than infertility, it has always come down to me. Yeah, me. And now, I, there might be an exception, by the way. No, well, God bless them. Yeah, I've met with couples, and I know a couple that I'm thinking about right now. Mm. Couples in their 50s. They've never had kids. They've never wanted kids. And it's like, wow, I don't know how to process that. I, I don't know how to filter that through a biblical lens right. that you've been married for 30 years and you never wanted to have children. Right, because a biblical lens of marriage necessarily produces kids. Like that is what a biblical marriage does. That's just what it does. And I could understand if this couple or if a couple didn't want to have children because, and then I you know, I'm just going to list some reasons. They came from a broken home or, or mm-hmm. a very dysfunctional home. And they said, hey, we don't want to have kids because I don't trust myself to be a good parent. Interesting. Or I don't want to have kids because financially we can't afford kids. Kids are expensive. They're really expensive. Uh, put them through college. Yeah. Put them through a marriage, uh, a, mm-hmm. a wedding. A wedding, yeah. A, a wedding. And, and, and not, not a marriage. For their marriage. No, we're not paying for we'll that. Have other conversations. <laughs> but the reality is that is a product of being married of having children to see God work in amazing ways mm-hmm. through his allowing you to be a parent. It's interesting because I'm, as I'm hearing you talk about that, I'm like, okay, if you are the 0.01% of exceptions and there is something traumatic that happened that you literally have no confidence in yourself being a dad or a mom, let's have those conversations. Right. Let And, and, and it's interesting because I think the general wisdom is for the Christian. If you're not a Christian, I don't. I really don't care what you do. I have no judgment for you or whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. you do what you do and that's fine. Um, but if you're a Christian, you are supposed to want to have a family and to multiply for the kingdom of God. That's part of a Christian value system. Right. If you don't have that, there's something wrong. Um, now, if you're the 0.01% who you have a legit reason for not having kids, fine. Now, there are, again, there are some women uh, who have physical issues that prevent them from getting pregnant, or if mm-hmm. they do get pregnant, could harm them. I have no judgment for them if they get their tubes tied or whatever. Like, I have no judgment for people on this. 
you know what I mean? By and right. large, you I and just I want to know that you are pro family and, and you understand the value that if you're a Christian family, you should be pursuing to grow your family, whether through adoption, whether through natural child, whatever it is, that should be a high value of yours. And once you've had kids, what you do after that, I trust that you're going to pray about it. You'll go before the Lord. I don't have a moral issue with vasectomies or with um, getting your tubes tied or with birth control. I have a moral issue with people who avoid kids. Right. Make yeah. sense? Oh, well, yeah. I'm Maybe right that's with the you. best way to say it. I probably should have said that at the beginning and made everybody a little bit <laughs> whatever. Um, but I do believe it's something you got to spend a lot of time in prayer about. You got to be on the same page with your spouse. And get good godly wisdom. Good godly wisdom on it. And uh, there are different methods that you can do this. Some are less permanent than others. Um, but requires a lot of prayer. I'm not sure we've been helpful. But I just, what I don't want to do is I don't want to let people off the hook who are trying to avoid kids and being selfish. Christians. Right. On the other hand, I don't want to cast any unnecessary judgment on people who are really struggling and wrestling through what to do now. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to encourage people to be pro-family and pro-kids at every level and spend a lot of time in prayer. Leave, cleave, multiply. Absolutely. That's our job. So here's our question for tomorrow. Should President Trump shut down a news agency for being dishonest? Mm -hmm.